Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Harmony. It's great to have you with us. And I just want to extend a special welcome wherever you're watching from today. Maybe you are in a caravan or you're in a tent, uh, in a camping ground, somewhere in Kaiteriteri or down south around the Southern Lakes. You might be on the West Coast. Welcome wherever you're watching from. You might be in a Airbnb, a motel or a cabin, or you might be doing what we're doing this Christmas and New Year's, which is staying at home, having a staycation. And uh, it's great to have you with us, especially those also uh, tuning in from around the world, whatever country you're in. Uh, thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. And I hope that you've all had a very happy Christmas and New Year's. And here we are in January 2022. Well, even though we're in a new year, uh, some things from last year can follow us into the new year. And don't worry, I'm not going to be doing a talk today on uh, New Year's resolutions. But I do want to just talk about taking authority over things that are perhaps in our lives from last year, this year. And uh, we can, we can reevaluate at the start of each year the purpose and the authority that they do have over our lives. Now, I've got a scripture for us to have a look at today, which is Matthew 8.23. So let's read that together. Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a furious storm came up on the lake and the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're drowning. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. And just as we get underway today, I want to encourage you that God is for you and not against you, and that you are destined to be alive in January 2022, to be right here, right now, at this stage in your life. God has plans for you that you are yet to fulfill. God has a purpose for your life. And we can take authority over the things in our lives, kingdom authority over the things in our lives, and bring peace into our world and those around us. So this passage, Matthew 8.23, we see that the disciples are in a boat, and this big storm comes up and they're afraid for their lives. Now think about the disciples. They're fishermen. This is their job. This is what they do. Uh, it's probably been in their family line for generations. They own lots of boats. They're used to this type of thing. But in the verse we see they're afraid of this storm. Now they would have seen storms before. So this must have been some kind of massive storm. Jesus, he's asleep in the boat. He gets woken up and he rebukes the wind and the waves and the storm, he brings peace. He speaks peace into that situation. You know, we need to be aware that the Spirit of God, the Prince of Peace, is within each of us. And when we are aware of the Prince of Peace inside of us, we can take authority over the storms in life. Peace is not the absence of something, it's the presence of someone. Jesus brings peace into our lives. Jesus invites us to walk with him 
throughout all of our life, throughout the calm times and through the stormy times. And if you're taking notes today, jot this down as a first note for the morning. Jesus invites us to walk with him. Jesus invites us to walk with him. And I think about this verse here. Oftentimes this verse, uh, we focus on the, the storm and we focus on Jesus being asleep and waking up and, and bringing peace into that storm. But the question that I wanted to ask was, who invited the disciples into the boat? Jesus invited the disciples into the boat. Into the, boat. the verse before, he says, follow me. And in our reading today, it says Jesus sat in the boat and the disciples followed him. So are you saying that people who are Christ followers, who trust in Jesus, who walk in his footsteps, in the disciples' case, his literal footsteps, are you saying that they will have trouble in their life? That they will have times where they're overwhelmed with fear? Well, I sometimes get frustrated in, in our church circles where we can be of the, the mindset that we see somebody going through a very difficult time or a storm in their life. Maybe their whole life's going down the tubes. And sometimes we can say, well, what, what's going on there with that person? Did they not pursue the will of God for, for their life? Have they not prayed about this? Did they not seek wise counsel? Have they missed something? You know, we can get caught in this uh, false um, thought that if you're a Christ follower, then your world should not crumble. Of course, storms happen. Life happens. Look at the disciples here. They became involved in the biggest storm of their life, and they followed Jesus straight into that storm. Myself, well, I've already lived through the end of the world about half a dozen times. Uh, Y2K, 9-11, earthquakes, the Mayan calendar, pandemic. But you know what? The biggest storm in my life happened when my dad was told that he was unwell. For me, I had lived a life where it was relatively plain sailing, calm waters, and then one day, my dad got this news that he had nine months to live. And I was thrust into the biggest storm of my life. And I thought, hold on a minute, I'm, I'm a Christ follower. I worship Jesus. I pray to Jesus. I have a relationship with him. And now I find myself in the biggest storm of my life. And I don't know what's happening. The kind of feelings that I had were dread, fear, anxiety, Confusion, what does that look like from a storm point of view? Driving rain in my face, winds blowing me over, waves crashing over the top of me, darkness, I can't see a way out of this. And I was driving in my car a few days after we got this news about my dad. And I just knew that I had to call out to God and I had worship music playing in the car and I remember I opened my mouth and nothing could come out. I couldn't say a word. It was just the weight of the situation. It was 
everything I was feeling about the storm that I was in, I was paralyzed really with fear. But I knew that I had to go to faith. I had to call on God. If you're taking notes, jot down, cry out for help. Cry out for help. We can often first go to fear and go to doubt and go to worry. But look at the disciples here in our reading today. Sure, they were panicking, but they did do something very productive. They called out to Jesus. They said, Jesus, save us. Faith is the currency of heaven. And this is how I look at faith. Imagine that I'm in a swimming pool and I'm in the deep end of the swimming pool having a great time splashing about. And let's say that someone, anyone, Gideon, comes into the yard and he's holding a giant toaster with a big electrical cord plugged in. And he's at the shallow end and he's going to throw that toaster in. Now picture this in your head. I'm in the deep end of the pool. Gideon's at the shallow end with the giant toaster. Now in the middle of the pool, there's a barrier right across the whole pool, cutting the pool now in half. And that barrier is one metre wide rubber. So what's going to happen when Gideon throws the toaster into the shallow end? The electrical current will come through. It will be insulated. When it hits that rubber, it won't get to the other end of the pool where I'm splashing around having a good time. That rubber barrier represents fear and doubt in our lives. When we have fear, when we go to doubt, that prevents the supernatural power of God coming through and invading every sphere of our life. Let's take out that, that rubber wall. Gideon throws in the toaster. Electrical current instantly comes through. Bang, hits me. Power of God in my situation, able to intervene. So we need to go to faith. Look at the disciples here. They're thinking, this is it. This is the end. We're all over. We're going to drown. And what's Jesus doing? What was he doing? He was sleeping. You can only have authority over the storm that you can sleep in. When we partner with fear and doubt, We let those external realities become our internal reality and they get bigger and they consume us and they take over every thought that we have when in actual fact we should be listening to the prince of peace within us. See, Jesus woke up when the disciples woke him and he wasn't like, we're going to drown, we're going to drown. Peter, you should have woke me 10 minutes before. I could have done something about this. Where's the life jackets? He wasn't like that. He maintained his peace and he spoke peace into the storm. Some of you might know that we've got a cat called Walter. Well, before Walter, we had another cat called Henry and he used to sleep on the end of the bed every night. And many years ago, I remember I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a storm going on, a real storm outside. And I could hear clinging and clanging and banging and I thought, somebody's left a window open here. It wasn't me, so I wonder who it was. 
I got up and I walked down the hallway, found this open window. Sure enough, the wind's coming in, the rain, leaves, the whole thing. So I closed the window tight and everything was calm. Peace in the house. And I walked back down the hallway, back to my bedroom, and here's Walter, uh, sorry, Henry, on my bed, wide eyes, looking at me. And it was almost like he was thinking, who is this man that even the winds obey him? But I want to pick up on the window. Our default in a storm, just like I did there, was close the window to keep the storm outside, let it rage outside. But when we go to faith, when we activate our kingdom authority within us, we open the window to the storm and let the prince of peace out into that storm to bring about peace in our life and the lives of those around us. And coming back to my dad, I remember a few days before he went to be with Jesus for eternity, I was sitting with him praying and I was in my storm. I really was. I was like the disciples. What's going to happen? Jesus, I ask him, I ask you to heal him. He hasn't been healed. What's going to happen here? I need your help, Lord. Please intervene, Lord. And I'm panicking. And in that moment, my dad prayed and he said, Thank you for your presence in this place. I've felt your presence so strongly over the last few days. And that changed the way I was feeling right in that moment. My storm was calmed because my dad opened the window and let the Prince of Peace out into that situation. Let me encourage you today with another scripture. Deuteronomy 31.8 The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Sometimes we must ride out the storm with Jesus by our side but he will never leave us. He will never leave you. He is with you. And this morning, maybe you do have some storms in your life, or maybe you have a fear, have an anxiety, have a worry. Maybe it's to do with relationships. Maybe it's to do with health. Maybe it's finance. Whatever it is today, let me speak peace into your situation. May the peace of God invade your world. And if you feel comfortable wherever you are in New Zealand or around the world watching this broadcast, I just ask you to close your eyes, stretch out your hands to God, and let's just pray together this morning. Lord, I ask you to invade every area of concern for those watching this broadcast today. You are the Prince of Peace. You have overcome. You are the victory one. You are our strong tower. We can find rest 
in you. And I speak peace this morning into your situation. I speak the calm of the Prince of Peace into your situation. Whatever you're facing now is not bigger than Jesus Christ.